free will. It's not free. It's free for the privilege. I mean, you can make choices to go take another job, you can go try to work somewhere else, but you will be working. You know? Yeah. You don't have the will against that. So you do if you're a so royal. there's a wall. Yeah, so there's that wall. Right. You have to have health insurance by law. But if you're a guy like me who's right in the middle, I can't fucking afford it. So where is my free will in that? I can't afford something that I have to have. I need it, but I can't afford it. So the choice that I want to make and get it, I can't, and then I'm going to get penalized for that when it's not my choice to not have health insurance. It's my situation. Where is the will in that? Oh, well, you can do better for yourself. Fucking trying. Goddamn. You know? Yeah. <laughs> it's like... You can only work so many like hours It's not like you're sitting there. It's not like yeah. you're sitting on a couch being a fucking government tit sucker. You know? Never once. This is what you get. That's your reward. Again, for not being a royal. Kansas City. I was named after George Brett. Third baseman, Kansas City Royals. True story. And then what's her name? Lord made the song Royals. Basically, the song's about me. It was a good tie-in there. It's a good song. The Native Americans' general mindset had been divide and conquer. America would have never existed. It never even happened. You got At least not up. in the state. Every time though, one of those boats, every time one of those boats hit the land, it would just went right in the fucking because Indians are just fuck you, come get us, like, you know? Nah, we just bought all the property from them for ridiculously cheap. Oh, yeah, bought it. <laughs> Nothing's bought. Nothing's sold. What does that mean? <laughs> I don't remember, but it's something like that. Does it have something to do with the fact that it's you don't all really will. own it's anything? Or it's a will to power. Whatever's wanted to be taken eventually. We can think about it this way, too. All possession is temporary because we're temporary. Yeah, we don't Kind of borrowing everything. Well, that's the same thing. Like, how do you own land on Earth? How do you own a piece of the Earth? It doesn't, it doesn't make sense. Why do you have to get a permit to go swim at the lake? You have to pay to park to go to the lake that's there. The government, you know, it's a man-made lake, but the government says, oh, now you have to pay to go get in that water. It's fucking earth. It's earth. Like, probably has something to do with the cost of maintaining, go maintaining the land. You know, like, water. Any lake. Why does it cost you? You know, it's like a, what is it, a 15-year wait to kayak down the Colorado River from the Grand Canyon? 15-year wait to float down the fucking river. That's insane. That's insane. And I'm going to get to have a permit, you know, like, you get to have a permit to be on a piece of land in the country that you were born in. 
on the planet you were born in. Fuck a country. It's your planet. You know, like, I could see fees at like a public park where yeah, you're you gonna go swim your, in a lake. It's you pay to, your taxes. Well, I mean, you pay your taxes. Go your taxes are covering. I mean, that's a whole other. Do they pay us back when they let people dump bullshit into them and then charge us five bucks to swim in it? That's a good point. But just to play devil's advocate, I'd imagine some of what you pay when you go oh, swim somewhere goes towards yeah. maintaining that property. Things. I get that. The state park, I understand. You gotta have park rangers to look for lost people. in life that there would be any regulation on a body of water or a piece of land that is yours. You know, it's not everybody's. Yeah. You know, like that's what's the hard thing to wrap around. I get it. Have to maintain society. That's why Rome gets repaved every ten years. Roads in Rome. Roads in Rome. Why do they exist today, and we repave ours every ten years? Jobs, society, to keep it rolling, the progress, the bullshit. It's a good analogy. Keep it rolling. You roll on a road. You used to walk on them. That's why they're made in America as a postal service. Well, you're fucked. You ever hit a mail mail truck? You're fucked. It's your fault. <laughs> Every time, it really is. Like that's the number one car. Like they have the right away over all vehicles on the road. Mail truck. Well, not over EMT. Well, no, place. but I mean, why the roads were created in America was a mail service. Like they have the right away over over all the other vehicles. It's like going around them. The guy just decides to side swipe you. It's your fault. <laughs> you now owe the United States government. <laughs> you always owe them. We're traded like stocks and bonds. Straw people. Something like that. Some wise person said recently, you have to be asleep to have the American dream. I think there's a lot of wisdom so in that, that statement. Wake up, the song Wake Up's about. Did Zach coin that phrase? Or? I, I mean, the song Wake Up, that's what he means, that's what he alludes to. I mean, that, that's what I meant earlier. It was like you keep society entertained and fairly comfortable, and they think they're happy. We don't know what life could be, or we don't even know what it is. Like, what is that movie? Eat, Pray, Love. I don't know what the movie's about, really, but there is a scene and there are Europeans talking to Americans, and it's like, Americans do not understand the difference between enjoyment or entertainment and genuine pleasure. Because they're not patient enough to enjoy, like, you know, they'll have their dinners, it'll be five, six courses, it's a two or three hour thing, or their family and friends, and it's a, it's a whole evening thing. We don't do that in America. You know, like, hell no. There's no, the, the sense of community throughout the world is different than it is in America. Like, we're taught in America that we can be what we want and have it all and fuck everybody else. And it's like, well, that doesn't work. Because that's how we're programmed. It doesn't work. There's a time and a place for all things, but you have to allow it. You have to allow it. If you're a Christian and you don't like the Muslim, well, you're in America. It doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't matter. 
They can be in their mausoleum not bothering you, and you can be in your church not bothering them, and you can be fine. Is it mosque or mausoleum? I don't know. I don't know. Mosque, probably. But a mausoleum's a funeral thing, I think, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. like a crypt or something? Yeah, yeah, that's what that is. Mosque. But still, the problem is, is that the Christian wants to not have the Muslim there. The Muslim, you know, that's just a general... Yeah, we're not, not it's singling war. anybody out. Not Christians or Muslims. Yeah, it's just the one person who's different wants the other person who's different to not be there instead of giving them their area and space in the world that the Constitution is supposed to provide for us. It's our selfishness and our inability to see past ourselves that makes freedom not free, not real fighting to make everybody the same instead of allowing them to be who they are and real and free. And probing, uh, programming people, you know, in terms of what they should think instead of teaching them how to think. I mean, with technology that exists in the world today, I mean, think about it. If we, like, integrated psychedelics with some sort of expedited learning process and, like, set up some kind of... Uh, video education, like real, not indoctrination, but real science facts, like that you're, you know, put into a psychedelic state and then dropped into a sensory deprivation chamber where all the world's information is given to every person alive. Could you imagine how much better civilization would be if everyone had access to all knowledge instead of just the powers that be, you know, guarding all the knowledge, becoming you know, the gatekeepers of our reality. Autism may be the next step in evolution because... We have to use our emotions. Right, the psychedelic advantage is helping you learn how to use your emotions to think and not think with your emotions. And like, that's the problem with most people well is they make decisions based on how they feel and not what the situation really is. Or what it calls Instead for. of making a pragmatic decision, they add all the, well, I don't know about this person, I don't know about that person. And those things are valid because we are emotional. Yeah. But if we take that out of the big decision making, the things will fall into place because there are certain things that should be a certain way and not, there shouldn't be any emotional attachment to it. That's where the psychedelics, I think, come in huge for a mindset. We are emotional beings, and everything that our societies are shows that. Shows that. It's not a... It's not a community. It's a will to power. So what are your thoughts on the fact that for the last, what, five or six days, it's rained aggressively at the exact same time every single day I mean is that I need to google that and see if that's a precedent because maybe it was google that did it <laughs> I'm sure they're involved yeah. George Soros somehow I don't know about heating it seems colder than it was last summer. It's climate change. Climate it's change, but yeah. yeah. 
the earth as a whole is warmer, but it changes the climates in different in different ways. Yeah, well, I remember seeing a lot of uh, chemtrails in the skies before we started getting this consistent rain. So. I mean, what is it, Occam's razor? Yeah. The most likely cause is the cause. But George Bush already used that Katrina, so I doubt he could use that weapon again. <laughs> I don't know, it's like, they just say they're condensation trails, but when it's 100 degrees outside, there's not going to be a condensation trail that stays in the sky yeah, all day depends long. depends on how high it is. You're 50,000 feet in the air, it's, it's going to be 50 degrees over there. You know, regular planes fly at 30,000 feet below. It'll still be 55, 60 degrees over there. I mean, if you look, you can actually see video of contrails next to chemtrails. Like, planes literally flying and the contrails dissipating, you know, what appears to be a few inches in your sight, but, you know, I'm sure as you're looking up, you know, you're, it's scaling, so it's, it's probably hundreds of feet behind the plane where it's continually dissipating and then right above it and below it are two trails that are just staying, that stay for hours after that. That's probably what? The Autobots or the Decepticons. Autobots or Decepticons. <laughs> Which ones are the lizard people? Those are the... Hold on, I would call something else. Right? What was the... It's not the dino, the one we talked about. There was only like one season. What was that one called? Dino... I don't remember. No, it was like one season where it was like... They were like evolved dinosaurs and there was like children with the Dino... mentioned it and asked if I'd seen it. And like, I was like, yeah, I just read it. Oh, Dino Saucers? Dino Saucers, yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're back. <laughs> it doesn't, that's not actually, you know, a reptilian alien species doesn't seem that far fetched to me, given that reptiles have a tendency to be able to survive drastic environments in, in the world here. And they tend to be apex predators, and they can, I mean, they've survived. They're adaptive. For millions of years of evolution. Like the alligator is largely the same as it was millions of years ago. So to say that, a rep, wouldn't they be more adept to being able to get out in space and survive out there, you know, or whatever it is? You would think. The next plane. Or even if it is like wormholes and dimensions, whatever, they would still be more adept to survive in different mentions true all right i think capitalism should have a cap of one billion dollars i think that everything else should go towards a universal basic income universal basic income everyone who makes under a certain amount has enough given to them to pay their rent, to get them food, and for them to have clothes on their back. There's too many people that won't work at all for that. Yep. I have a major problem giving people that will not work anything. We already have those people, and they're and already exactly doing the same thing, abusing welfare. Because so there's lots. at least lots. if you're working, you'll keep the money that you earn and not have to give it to somebody who won't. That's bullshit. We already pay our taxes and give them health care when a man like me can't afford it. Like, 
it's already there. So it's, it's no, at least give the person who's going to pay the taxes and send that person to the hospital anyways the ability to make as much money as they want because they're going to choose to. That's so you're new to the concept of a universal basic income. What it means, I don't agree with it. I was, I was averse the to it at first. Earn, and the more money you earn, I mean, that's the way it is. Like, there is a things deserved and things not. There are general things that humans should get because they're humans. Everything else is up for grabs. Like, you should be right. You should have your basic needs met. Basic needs met. Health care, you know, insurance. If it's mandatory, it should be provided. What about your living expenses? What That's about your you. food? That's on you. Well, I mean, you're, we're not choosing to be born. But you are. Our parents just a... made us, you know? That or increase the burden of responsibility on people who have kids. To it, you know, I mean, Australia is already like that. Like, you're responsible for your children forever. Until you die. Shit, like, like if. It's a single man who doesn't have children, doesn't have children out of wedlock, doesn't have anything, is, pays more taxes in America than a person who may have children, may not be married, but has children, will get tax breaks. He's paying child support and everything. Well, it's like, well that person was, has more expenses. But he was less responsible. <laughs> True. So you, you're rewarding something that's irresponsible. And the man who has kept himself within the lines and not impregnated women and not had to take care of them and spent his money paying taxes and trying to build businesses gets penalized for that. Well, that's I an easy a one to intelligent answer. intelligent decision and I get penalized for it. Right. <laughs> you did and you do because the powers that be penalized. want more foot soldiers to fight their bankers' wars. So, of course, they're going to incentivize the breeders. That's just the way it works, man. We're pawns in the banker's game at one point in time. And a lot of people think it was just up to World War II that our military really had our best interests in mind and that there wasn't a shadow government and that there wasn't a deep state. And it was like around that time that the power shifted and then it became wars for the bankers. There's got to be some kind of... It's not American, but there's got to be some kind of... There's some kind of government out there. Shadow government. Because the things that some of the countries do that just don't make any sense, that don't pertain to like anything, it's like... There's no explanation for the way that some countries are and why they're allowed to be that way other than there's nothing that we can do because being structured that way. Like, you know, how can anybody sit there and look at North Korea and not agree to send the military there? Any country in the world, the civilians themselves should look at that country and look at their civilians and be like, okay, every country in the world can send a thousand troops over there. And send less than one-tenth of one percent of their military. Ten countries could do it. And North Korea could do nothing to stop it. Well, it and goes not, back to But it's not just like, it's not North Korea, it's just the ideals of a nation like that being allowed to stand, and it just is. Like, how is that? I don't, don't think do it's America's responsibility it. to do something about it. It's humanity's responsibility to do 
something about that. If what we're shown is true. I mean, I haven't been there to look for myself to see whether or not what could be propaganda is true. Again, we only know what we're told. We're not allowed to go and examine as we would and we should. I mean, what do we really know? I think there's enough evidence on that one. Seems to be. And it's more like, it's, it, the problem is, it's to me, it's like, it's the will to power. It's the fact that North Korea has, they have no global stage besides Kim Jong-un being crazy and everybody looking at him. He's not a power. They're not. And that's why they're allowed to just be a, a despot civilization where your people are just treated however, because they're not a global threat. In, in reality, they're not. Oh, they have nuclear weapons. Oh, that's just all wag the dog bullshit. There's something else going on that, that the world doesn't want us to know about. So we're it's a distraction. At, look at Kim Jong Un yeah. while Syria or whatever's going on with Russia is dismantling fucking European nations. Has something to do with them oil pipeline, it, I'm uh, sure. It, it's, it's, to me, it's the Syria-Russia thing going on. Like, America being kind of floating around, like, do we, are we going to fuck on Russia, or are we going to just say our current, we're not going to do anything to Russia in the next three years. The next president That's Brett's on. prediction. We're not going to do anything in Russia for the next three years. How many years? Two, two years? Two years, three hundred days, however many years that there will be a certain regime in a certain office. Until that time, Syria and all this will continue to be how it is, and Kim Jong Un will be the spoken point that means nothing. That means nothing. You don't think there's really some kind of resolution, a resolution they're working towards with North and South Korea? There wasn't anything that North Korea could do. There wasn't anything that they could do. There are trying their hardest to create a nuclear weapon. And then, they're gonna, and then they're gonna fire it? That's all of their eggs in the basket. That doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any yeah, sense. Good point. To spend billions of dollars to fire a weapon that you don't know is going to work, that everybody knows you have made, it will not fly. That's bullshit. Like, that's bullshit. You can only have What's one target, on too everywhere else that the scheme and it's broken off a little bit North Korea is not getting talking I mean nuclear weapons at this point are just you know a way of preventing war if they even exist yeah, it's just a mutually assured destruction and all that yeah, but there are literal wars bullets and actual bombs that are going off right now yeah. and a man's awarded the Nobel Peace Prize for meeting with a dictator that accomplished what? Did it stop the, the war going on over here? Did it create peace anywhere? Nothing changed. Nothing it went. might provide some bit of prosperity for the North Koreans that are supposedly infected with parasites yeah, and are, maybe, are living, maybe. you know, in a less than adequate lifestyle. And why would it? So there may have been some good humanitarian work done there. Maybe worthy of a Nobel Prize. Or maybe not. Or maybe not.
talking about the potential for peace inside a potential within a peaceful situation. There is no war against Asia. There is a war going on in other parts of the world where there could be actual peace provided. Actual peace provided. Oh, the parts of the world where a war going on instead of potential for peace in a non in a non war zone. War zone. Well, we could be avoiding a quote-unquote nuclear disaster. Don't think that's likely. Well, not from North Korea. <laughs> Me either. Well, I haven't heard any more I stories. I think it's more likely to see Russia try to bust one out on Syria or do something like that than North Korea ever doing. I mean, I don't think Russia will do that, but I, it's more likely than North Korea ever doing anything. Like. Chris Carabin presents The Fart Heard Round the School. A fat teenaged boy named Chris Carabin has had a joyful, incredibly fun experience in the cafeteria on Cheeseburger Day. His rabid devouring of frozen patties on buns resulted in just the right combination of gases in the gut. Speaking of guts, I recently observed two overweight men wearing their shirts in a way that left their sizable bellies exposed for all to witness. I'm still perplexed by this. When I was a big fat person, I did everything possible to conceal my obesity. Anyway, back to middle school. Still laughing, they muster back in the classroom after lunch, and they are divided into groups to work on some kind of project. The subject material at this time eludes us. I remember that my teacher was Mrs. Livingston. To this day, I still consider her my hottest ever teacher. I was joined by two of my friends, Mike Bennett and Chris Peake. And one of them got me belly laughing whilst I was doing my very best to clinch my bunny hole and to contain what at first seemed like a semi-normal fart. Ah, the famous and oh-so-very-truthful quote, Things are not always what they seem. The molded plastic of my chair was at the exact distance from my butthole and the gastric pressure was the precise amount so that when laughter caused it to release it was so very furiously expelled that the resulting sound was very loud so loud, 
in fact, that after the ensuing embarrassment, it was known as the fart heard round the school. This podcast is brought to you by Carbohydrates. The reason why over 50% of the women in any given Walmart at any given time resemble the Michelin Man with hair. Yet another reason to not trust our institutions of indoctrination or um, education, the pseudo-scientific food pyramid, which is an easily absorbed depiction of misinformation based on the SAD, or just SAD, the acronym for the standard American diet, the very bit of propaganda responsible for the obesity epidemic in this country. Unless one has the genetics of the current UFC welterweight champion, Tyron Woodley, or the UFC middleweight title contender, Yoel Romero, one should instead consider flipping that stupid lying pyramid upside down. It is a fact that humans run better off fat than they do off carbohydrates. Obviously, if you're an elite athlete, it's a completely different discussion. But if you're a normal, fairly active to inactive person, the best thing I can possibly recommend to you is going keto. Mark Sisson has a book called The Primal Blueprint, and Aubrey Marcus has one called Own the Day, Own Your Life. Both great inspirations for that type of keto lifestyle.